Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. Your music now. This is Beat. You're listening to Beat 102-103. This is Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. We're into the second hour of the show. And you've just heard the new single from Lane May featuring Murley. It's called Ready. It's a new collaboration from them and I think it's an absolute belter. Uh, and I am absolutely thrilled to have in the studio, uh, not belting me, even though I kind of insulted them when they came in uh, the door, uh, we have Dee Cullen and his collaborator Sinead McConville. How are you folks? Are you well? Very good. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. No bother. Sinead, I said, and Dee, you know, Dee has brought his piano and a backing vocalist. <laughs> I, I really didn't mean to insult you. Like that. It's fine. I'm just standing back here, making <laughs> yeah, no noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Like I'm just chilling. So yeah. Thank you. Oh well, thank you. You're very kind. It's all good. It's right. All good. I, I, w- I want to start with a, a kind of simple question for you, D. Um, right. So D. Colin, but your real name is Dara. Yes. Why are you D and not Dara professionally? Um, because people, one, a lot of people can't spell Dara, and that's fine. It's got two words. It's got a G H. It's very complicated. Um, particularly when I go over to the UK, that's just a nonsense word. So I thought I'll just shorten it, keep it to one letter, and and that makes it easier. I did recently also get called Darren in a publication, which I won't name. Okay. Um, because it was a very lovely article that they wrote, but uh, they did get my name wrong, which was to me that was a sign that the D is a is a good name. Yeah, it's like it's it's a funny one. Like Irish names, I never really thought about this before that Irish names would be difficult to to pronounce. But I mean, I, I my niece lives in America and she has an mm. Irish name, and God, I've heard a million different variations of that. Yeah, uh, you know, like her name is Eva, and there's like all sorts of different. But it's A O I B H E. Oh, uh, yeah. So you you can name oh, anything there. Like yeah, or or Neve or or, oh, or yeah. is like Saoirse yeah, Ronan. Yeah. You hear that a million times, Mangles. So Dara, I can imagine Darag, haha. A lot you of know? that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I remember being on a school trip once, and uh, there was an Evan and Owen with an E O G H A N, and me, and uh, I was called Darag, Owen was called Yogan, <laughs> and then she got to Evan, and she went, "I'm not, I'm not doing this." <laughs> the guy with the M H. Yeah, M Hain. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you know somebody from Lord of the Rings or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, right. Uh, so D professionally T. Colin you're here because your album Sing My Story Tell My Song was released on Friday um, and you have nothing better to do but come down and talk to an, an Egypt like me in a kind of a strange room so you're here we're going to talk about the album but before we go any further let's play a track and I'm going to play this one which is the title track from the album Sing My Story Tell My Song from D. Colin and we're going to get some live music from D. and Sinead in just a few minutes Sing my story Tell my song One by one They'll come along The title track to his brand new album Sing My Story Tell My Song that is D. Cullen uh, D. Am I correct in saying that this is your second album? You did do an album, but it was a good long while ago. Am I right about that? Uh, yes, but it was with a band as well, so it wasn't as D. Cullen. Okay, it so... Was, uh, this was six years ago, I think. This is a band I had called The New 52. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember The New 52. Oh, yeah, Yeah, go. okay, yeah. so that was you. That was me, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, the New 52, not the, the band, not the comics. Not the uh, comics. comics after yes. the comics. Yeah, um, okay. Which made us very hard to Google, but... Uh, you live and you learn. Which, hence why D. Colin, perhaps, you were thinking ahead yeah, for the yeah. next one. Okay, right, like, right, right. Something easy, something that comes up straight away. Um, but yeah, that's the last proper album. And then we've had a lot of D. Colin singles in the last three years, I think. 
while we were waiting for COVID to lift a bit and get this album done. Yeah. So Sinead is nodding there. So have you been kind of witness to this all the way along? I think so, yeah. So we started playing music in 2018 together and that's when Dyer was leaving nights early to get a flight to the UK to record <laughs> some of the songs from the album. So we'd be on a night out and then Dyer at four in the morning would be like, see you later, I'm going to the airport to get to the UK. Yeah, I'd, over we'd, there. we'd go to a gig or we'd do a gig and then I'd uh, I'd just wait in town for the air coach to come get the 6am <laughs> flight to, to London. <laughs> And then get a two-hour train to the recording studio and then do a full day's work. Madness. That's yeah. Back in the younger days. That, that's like rock and roll. Younger days, right? Yeah. You're like 27 or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, But it's like, that's so rock and roll. Like, it really is like, yeah, I was out all night and then I got on the red eye and, blah, 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 and then I just cut down this amazing track. There was a few funny incidences. I, I used to hallucinate a bit in the studio. <laughs> uh, just because I was so sleep deprived. I remember I, I like, one time I saw me mate. Um, I saw my friend running towards me in the the like the field beside the studio, and then I looked again, and it was a horse. It wasn't my mate at all. Stuff like so that. So why was there a horse in the studio? <laughs> oh, it's on a, the studio's it's on, on a farm. farm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I should have led with that bit. Yeah. I also fell asleep during a guitar take once. Okay. And kept going. Miraculous. I think it's actually on the album. I like nodded out for a split second on one of those sort of. I was on hour twenty six of being awake. And uh, I kept rhythm and all. There you wow. go. Proper. That was a good uh, claim to fame as a musician. That's professionalism. There's some for sleep you. on the album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. So look. So the album. It's been a labour of love. I know you've been working on it for quite some time, and you have mm. been kind of consistently releasing singles over the last while. Now, look. I hate to talk about you know that which will not be named. That because we are sick of talking about it. But uh, uh, you would have released this album. A long time ago, if it hadn't been for a certain event that should remain nameless. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. We had we had an album finished, really, uh, by the end of 2019. So this was the the trips to the UK. We did a full mm. album with those producers, Boo and Chris. Um, and then, obviously, COVID hit. Our, all our gigs got cancelled and um, just started writing more songs. And kind of, we, me and Sinead kind of learned how to record at home a little bit more. We got better at at uh, recording ourselves and then sending it to mixers and getting drummers on and that sort of thing, doing the remote recording thing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, by the end of 2020, we had basically another album ready to go. And then 2021 and 2022 was sort of a process of putting the best of the two albums together and getting things remixed and getting uh, different musicians on stuff. So it's a bit of an amalgamation, this album, of, of two nearly completed albums. Okay. Maybe someday we'll do the deluxe Double album edition. Or well, something. you know, like it could be like a, you know, like Radiohead did Kid A, and then Amnesia came out like six months later. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, there maybe you there, yeah. there could be there could be that. Yeah. You know, why not? Yeah, it means the next album. There's there's plenty uh, of extra material for sure. So yeah, yeah. We're kind of ready to go. Class, right? So listen, tell me about. I want to ask you about songwriting mm. because that has been the 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 thing that has caught my ear most about your music is because I'm a big nerd right and I'm listening oh there's a seventh there or oh I like what he did there oh actually that second verse isn't actually exactly the same as the first verse even though it kind of sounds the same there's something different going on there um, how what what have you got a process when it comes to songwriting uh, it changes I mean nine times out of ten it's usually just messing around on piano or guitar um, and kind of finding yeah those sort of seventh chords or finding something mm. interesting that makes you go oh okay I like that 
Um, there's not, by the way, there's nothing wrong with playing a straight major or minor. I don't mean it like yeah, that. No but offense just, to you, all the major and minors. No, no, no. Hey, listen, <laughs> punk music is some of my favorite in the world. Absolutely, and if you yeah. Stick a seven in that, and it's like it's ruining it. Yeah. But you know, like there's there's something about like songs that are oh, I like what's going on there. It's yeah. You know, like uh, Elvis Costello. If you ever listen to any of his oh, stuff, oh yeah, I love sounds stuff, simple. Yeah. But then if you ever try and play it, it's like oh my god, there's about a million chords in this. How, yeah, how does yeah. he do it? You know? I mean, I grew up, uh, the Beatles are a big influence on yeah. me and they're the same. They do a lot of just throwing in one random thing into the second verse or, yeah, make it something sound really simple. But when you break it down, there's all sorts of odd modulations and, and yeah. weird chord voices and stuff. So, yeah, I, that's the thing that really perks my ear up is getting the posh chords in, I suppose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a lot on this album as well, though, there was a lot more... Of starting with the lyric which was never the case for me I was always lyrics were always the last minute thing before and um, they songs like Alright on the album yeah. a song called Birch Street there's a few songs like that which was very much lyric first and then I kind of go and find the tune around it which is a really nice way of working that's kind of like the Elton John squeeze they all kind of write that way they, they have their songwriting team where the lyric is first and then you put the tune to it it's really nice it's actually a lot easier. So that is that way you have a, the kind of the idea or when I say the theme of the song. This yeah. is what the song is about before the song. I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah. As the other way where I have a tune, how can I make something fit? And there's just lyrics that maybe rhyme, but they might mean too much. Yeah, or you have to kind of shoehorn mm. things in to fit the melody that you have. Whereas if you kind of have your a poem, or I guess, or a few stanzas first, to kind of just have that framework really helps and then you can knock the tune out pretty easily. Brilliant, brilliant. So it's a good mix anyway on the album. There's a lot of different sort of uh, inspiration points, I suppose. Yeah, well, different tracks. Uh, I'm not just because you're sitting here, but I think the album is excellent. So whatever you're doing is obviously working. Thank you very much. Um, come here, listen, you have uh, you have the, the keyboard with you. Sinead, mm. you're warmed up. So you're going to play a tune for us. Actually, you're going to do two. So mm. what, what's the first one going to be? Uh, we'll do the, the latest single from the album. It's called I'm Not Leaving. Deadly. So this is I'm Not Leaving from D. Colin uh, featuring Sinead McConville. Uh, live in the Beat 102-103 studios. Take it away, folks, whenever suits you. I can hold a lot of pain I'm a human being I was built that way I get the feeling you're the same Well, I know you are You told me everything And sometimes I feel you're healing Sometimes I fear you're gone I know I can be deceived But you can always find a home in my arms Throughout every change of season You're the reason I'm not afraid of holding on Hope you know that I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving, I'm right here where I belong. I've made a lot of bad mistakes, I'm a human being, I just felt that taste. I'm sure you've made a few too. Still holding you will light up in all the good times and comfort for all the hurt. 
That is the current single from D. Cullen, I'm Not Leaving, and you can hear the uh, recorded version on the new album Sing My Story, Tell My Song, which is available now. Uh, came out on Friday. How does it feel, after what you said, like that this has been a long time coming, how does it feel to finally be out there? It's, um, there's an element of relief, to be honest, because it's been, it's four years since we started recording. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot's happened. I mean, I always say this, uh, me and Sinead weren't going out when I started recording the album and we're engaged now. That's a that's how oh, long it is. Okay, I didn't know that, but oh, uh, there oh, you go. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not okay, I like dropping that bomb on people. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you very much. Um but I always like using that as an example. Like a whole relationship sort of developed and turned into a an engagement between starting right. recording the album and finishing it. So it's um yeah, it was a long process. So it's really nice to kind of finally have the, the full body workout and um it's it's really lovely to kind of get to share it with people and have the feedback come back and mm. and not just have it be a weird uh, diary entry that I listen to with headphones and mixers <laughs> and producers. <laughs> it's nice to share it with with actual real life people, you know. Yeah. So speaking about the the album, then the sing my story, tell my song. Which is uh, it's kind of a strange title because I have said many times, "Tell my story, sing my song," mm. and I'm assuming that that's correct. Like that, that that you're you're purposefully playing with the words there. Yes, to, yeah, yeah. I know. I like yeah. You always kind of assume that the, what the artist is doing is correct, and it wasn't like oh typo, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, we catch up them feckers. Um, but what, like, so there's a couple of songs that have really kind of stood out to me. But one of them in particular was Birch Street. Mm. Uh, and I'm wondering because the lyrics in that are very, very uh, affecting. It's, it's about living with your parents, you know, age six, age twenty seven, still living with your parents or something like that. Um, is that autobiographical? 
or is it based around people you know or wh- where did that song come from it's a bit of everything I think I wrote that um, that was quite early in the process okay. of writing the album I, w- I wasn't in a particularly great place at that point um, as kind of as a bit depressed and quite cynical I suppose mm. and I and I noticed a lot of my friends are in the same way obviously we've we've had this kind of rent crisis for a long yeah. time so that was the first verse there was any time we went out with friends or met people all the people my age were just bemoaning the fact that we all have to live with our parents even though we're working crazy hours all the time so that was kind of that was the first verse and then I just kept kind of thinking of basically things that are, are rubbish when you're in your mid-twenties so I had friends who were going through breakups after being with people for a long time that kind of that inspired the second verse and then I know people in bands who you know work really hard and gig and gig and gig and struggle and I th- all these different characters that I was hanging around with kind of made their way into the song yeah um and then the chorus was funny it was a the chorus was a real like New York sort of huckster <laughs> character <laughs> in mind the that's the job that's the life I think I think I actually think that's the job was in a like a Saturday Night Live sketch that my sister showed me. Right. Someone's like, that's part of the job. Yeah. One of those proper New York characters. <laughs> so it was so the verses are very personal and then I just tied it all together with this sort of uh like that's life. Yeah. Of course, you know. I think maybe maybe because I feel like it's genuinely about something is that I kinda of, oh, I can I can hear the ideas at play in that. As well mm. as the, you know the, the the melody and the music that, that's structurally reinforcing it. You know, yeah, like, and I think it's one of those things when you write about people, you know, that everyone goes through those sort of things. Everyone's had that phase of not knowing what to do hmm. in life, and everyone's had that breakup, and everyone's had, you know, that friend who probably drinks too much, and you have to yeah. tell them you should calm down, and you know, everyone has those those characters in their life. So I think that's one of those songs that. Uh, people can relate to quite easily. Excellent, yeah. Um, right, so will you, will you do another track first? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So what's this one going to be? Uh, we'll do All Right next. Yes, okay. Is this the one that has the trumpet solo at the end on the record? Is that oh, that that's one? okay. It's okay, uh, sorry, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All Right does have, it has saxophones on it though ah, as well. Right, so okay, okay. I didn't make that joke yesterday in the car. I was like, Dara, is it all right or is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Dead. Actually, one note about okay, which we've found really funny. We, ha- we had the mix on in the car when it came back to us. And the first note of the trumpet solo is the exact same pitch as a car horn. <laughs> so we had the mix on. And we we're like, this is sounding cool, yeah. It's all sounding good, no notes. And then this horn blast and we were like, Jesus, what's behind us? <laughs> Looking around. We had to we had to this. It's like an it. empty road. We're so like, if you're if you're listening to that song, okay, in the car, just just be aware that it's probably <laughs> us, it's not you. <laughs> Brilliant. Well look, uh, <laughs> take it away, D and Sinead, uh, live on Beat One Two Three. I've been picturing the people on the higher floor. I have hurt myself too many times to be this sure And I'm a better man than I can take the credit for Oh, it's gonna be alright And I've been finding it much easier to be alone I'm not scared to lose my breath or feel the weight There are problems here that I know I just can't ignore But 
gonna be alright And come on, save me Save my soul And come on, maybe I'll take control Come on, save me Save me tonight Oh, it's gonna be nights there always is but I know that there's no future when the rain kicks in I'm just moving on to greener years but oh it's gonna be alright and come on save me save my soul There's a road ahead I've never crossed But I know that I can get there with a bit of luck The work is hard and the days are tough But oh, it's gonna be alright And come on, save me Save my soul Come on, baby I'll take control Come on, save me Save me tonight Oh, it's gonna be alright And come on, save me Save my soul Colin, it's all right, and you'll find that on Sing My Story, Tell My Song. It's available now. It's uh, I'm, I'm not just saying that because you're here. I really have enjoyed listening to this record over the last few days, so I wish you all the success with it. Uh, I know there are physical copies going to be available. Uh, the CDs are available, but the vinyl is on the way. Is that correct? Yes, so the CDs are available. You can you can get them on my website, dcolanmusic.com, and then mm. the vinyls are about three weeks away, I believe. Yeah. You know but that's not bad. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you're talking this year, not you know, not not a year's time. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm hearing from people like these horrendous like uh, cues when it comes to oh, it's getting, crazy getting out there stuff the pressed. Minute. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we got all our stuff in in February to the vinyl presses. It's just that yeah. backlog is so 
long. But yeah. Hey, it's the way of the world. That's the way. But hey, you can flog him. So what can you yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? that's yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, well, listen, to Dee and Sinead, thank you so much for coming down. Uh, congratulations on the album and congratulations on your own personal developments as well. Uh, that's lovely. <laughs> Thanks uh, so much. And uh, Touchwood, we'll catch you live at some stage in the future. I see you have some dates in Ireland. You're playing in Monroe's in Galway, Cranehane in Cork and Whelan's in Dublin. you got some dates in Scotland and elsewhere. But if you want to find out more, you should go to... So decolormusic.com. That's kind of the hub. All the all the shows and all the the uh, copies of the album are there. So brilliant, yeah. And there'll be definitely a Waterford next year. Brilliant, absolutely. Darling, well, I'll be down the front for that. You can be sure of it. Uh, right, coming up, uh, have uh, loads of new music, new ones from uh, One Morning in August. Uh, let's see, a new one from Farah L. And up next, we'll have a bit of Susan O'Neill. Folks, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks again. So Irish beats with Rob O'Connor. This is Beats.